News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 96 of the Luke Messias Show. We are getting close to episode 100. I don't know if we're going to do anything special, but it just seems like a big number, seems like a big deal. This week, we're going to talk about a move that Dan Patrick made last week, which is very good for Republican voters and Republican activists and Republican donors. He uh, announced that he would be lowering the number of Senate votes that a bill needed to 18 votes in order to reach the floor of the Texas Senate. So just to give you a little bit of history, uh, historically, we needed 21 senators to agree on a bill before it would come before the Texas Senate, which was a significant number. What that meant was while David Dewhurst was lieutenant governor, you needed to have several Democrats vote for a bill in order to bring it to the floor. So no surprise, a lot of Republican legislation didn't get to the floor. Then, fast forward, Dan Patrick ran on a platform of lowering the threshold to 19, which would mean that Republican senators were the ones that would get to decide whether or not you would bring legislation to the floor of the Texas Senate. Democrats could be involved, but if all the Republican legislators agreed, then they would be able to move legislation. And with the loss of Pete Flores, who had won in a special election in a very heavily Democrat district, he was a Republican who represented a heavily Democrat district for just one half of a term because of a special election he got elected in. So now that he has gone and been replaced by a Democrat, the lieutenant governor announced rightfully that he is going to lower the threshold to 18 votes. Now, what does this say? In fact, I'm just going to read what he put out. He said, I intend to ask the Senate to vote to change the number of votes required to bring a bill to the floor for consideration. When I was elected lieutenant governor in 2015, we changed the rule from 21 to 19 so that Democrats were no longer able to veto legislation they didn't like. Novel idea. The Republican majority now stands at 18. I am recommending, recommending lowering the number of votes needed to bring a bill to the floor to 18. A simple majority vote of 16 is needed to pass a bill, but we must be able to get that bill to the floor without Democrats blocking it. So... Uh, then he said Texans reaffirmed in the 2020 election that they support conservative candidates and conservative policies. And I'm committed again to moving a conservative agenda forward. A very refreshing and strong statement. So what does this mean? It means that Dan Patrick intends to not empower Democrats to kill a Republican agenda. Novel idea. Think about that. The leader of the legislature on the Senate side has said, I want to do what I can to make sure that Democrats are not empowered to kill a conservative Republican agenda. So what is the Texas House going to do? And that's really what the conversation should be about. We now have a Senate that has said, a leader in the Senate that has said, I'm going to push to make sure that Democrats cannot veto conservative legislation. So you would think that Republicans in the House would also be coming out and pushing similar priorities. Last session, Democrats were put in positions throughout the legislature to kill a significant amount of the Republican agenda. And one of the reasons that Republicans have been critical of Dade Phelan is because 
as Speaker, he went and courted a bunch of Democrat votes to circumvent the Republican caucus process. The question is, what kind of deals were cut? What kind of promises were made? Or, even if a promise wasn't made, the fact that Dade Phelan knows that Democrats gave him the position of Speaker, is he more likely to give them significant positions of power that give them the ability to kill key Republican policies? I hope that what we see is that the Republicans also take an approach in the next several weeks, that we see that both the Senate and the House are equally committed to passing a Republican agenda. Last week, I talked to you about the election of Jim Murphy as caucus chair. That's probably the most recent indication we have, and it's not a good indication. In fact, it indicates that they're thinking the opposite of what Dan Patrick is thinking. Matt Krause ran on a specific platform. He said, I'm going to work to make sure that Republican priorities are pushed by the caucus. A majority of the Republican caucus didn't seem to be very excited about that plan. While Dan Patrick on the other side is saying, I'm going to make sure to position the rules of the Senate so that Democrats can't stop Republican, a Republican agenda from reaching the floor of the Senate. So the ball is now in the House's court and they have to decide if they are going to obstruct a conservative agenda or not. When it comes to the Texas Senate, this is a very good indication that our Lieutenant Governor is maybe leaning towards advancing a more conservative agenda this session than he did last session. Last session, there was just a general consensus that the session should be more in the middle, should be governed in a purple manner. And any indication that we are moving away from that is a signal uh, that should be sent. And as conservatives, we should be grateful for it being sent. It means that some people have at least recognized that millions of Texans showed up to vote in 2020 and helped Republicans stay in power because they actually believed that Donald Trump had done what he said he was going to do. And they believed he was governing in a clearly right of center fashion and was going to war with a far left. And if Republicans in the legislature try to approach things like they did last session, they are going to be avoiding battles with the left and trying to be as kumbaya as they can, which will discourage millions of Texans from ever engaging the electoral process again and will hurt the Republican Party in a big way moving into the midterms of 2022. So let's hope and pray that more people take the message that Dan Patrick is sending and understand that it's time to pass a conservative agenda. It is. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to listen. We have a fun conversation coming to you next week. I think you'll enjoy it. God bless you. God bless Texas. Thank you for listening to the Luke Messias Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas. Texas.